Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Labbrooks are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to £50 of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Um, I think well, uh, every week Josh Psychic Josh does a list of topics that we should discuss. He's got like Newcastle, the Newcastle game, which seems like a whole lifetime ago. Arsenal supporters trust Champions League draw. Danny Welbeck, but I mean, we've got to talk about the transfer window. That's the whole point. We're going to spend five hours talking about the transfer you window. You might as well just put on there one subject. It's mine. Yeah, I did. Yeah, mine. It's basically <laughs> undermining the hard work <laughs> yeah. I do here, boy. I, mean, I am undermining it. I've written down a list of excuses that people have for the fact we haven't brought any players. But luckily, we've got Jeff Arsenal, the legend, who are, we're in, we were talking before we, we, we started recording and I was saying how Jeff has become like the official, um, you know, kind of positive spokesperson for Arsenal football. <laughs> oh, no, I have no idea why, honestly. <laughs> um, but it's good to have someone of your philosoph- philosophical... For the defence, you mean? For the defence, because <laughs> let's face it, I think the majority of Arsenal fans are in a state of bewilderment as to why we haven't bought any outfield players. Uh, Alex Brook is here, of the last leg and regular podcast guest. Yeah, my, um, I was more negative yesterday. I've actually mellowed a little bit today. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I have as well. I have a little bit. Yeah. Because Bo- Just because, you know, what can you do? I mean, it's like... It's, but Boyd, we yeah. said this last week, didn't we? Yeah. We said we're not signing anyone once, you know, we got mm. told we weren't. So nothing's really changed. No, there's a difference between... Other than it's just actually happened now. There's a difference between being told by your mates who has, who's like in the know, to use yeah. that horrible expression, but actually is in the know, and then for, it to, for the full hideous reality of it to come true, yeah. that we didn't buy anyone. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, we've just got to talk about that first, really. Fuck everything else. That's that's the only thing that matters, really, isn't it? And I guess the big stat, the, the brilliant stat that, that everyone's talking about, was that we're the only club 
in the top five divisions in Europe that hasn't brought an outfield player. Mm. Now, first of all, someone had to go through all of, all of those divisions. <coughs> yeah. Alex, they're like ticking off. Who did that? Where, who I came up with that stat? Did anyone see the first like, tweet or whatever? It came from Sky. Did it? It came from Sky. That's a good fact, isn't it? Yeah, it is a good and, fact. But it does put in perspective how we stand alone. <laughs> Wenger stands alone and Arsenal stand alone in not buying players in this kind of situation. But then the outfield player is kind of a bit of a... You know, it's making a point that just needs to be made. It's like we signed a player, yeah. we wouldn't really worry about it. Outfield, not outfield. It's like we've only signed one player, and that's the bigger concern because Peter Cech is a good signing. That hasn't changed in the last yeah. week. But if we go back to that moment we won the FA Cup final, and you went right, we're going to kick on, we're going to push on. Come September the first, who are we going to have that's improved this squad? If you'd have said just Peter Cech, would have all have been gutted. Exactly. Yeah, that's the you point, know, you it? know, we did the same in two thousand and three. We yeah. only signed one player. Yeah. And but, that was a goalkeeper. But we had a brilliant squad. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> who'd but won, you, who'd you won know, and we also We also had uh, two back-to-back FA Cup yeah. finals and yeah. stuff like that. Not saying it's going to happen now, but mm. so, you know, but I understand we had Henri yeah. and yeah. Vieira and Bergkamp. Call me mad, but I think Henri, Vieira and Bergkamp were better than Giroud, I'll give you that, Walcott, <laughs> an injured Danny Welbeck. I think, I think I'll give you that, honestly. And Flamini. I'm just saying, Alex. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Can I get in early here with Jeff? Because on the final day of the window, even Betfair were doing these markets, which are like you could bet if Arsenal oh, aren't going to sign a player. And yeah. I looked at it in the morning and we were, you know, it was about evens kind of thing each way yeah. you could bet. And I was like, well, we're definitely not signing anyone. And then at about three o'clock, it really went like, we were favourites to sign someone. So somewhere there seems to be some information that we were still trying on the final day. But that just, that makes me even more angry. I prefer the idea. I think if you're going to defend what's happened, you have to go, we've got a good enough squad. He wasn't interested. There was no one out there that could make the squad better. And he wasn't trying. I hate the idea that we were trying that late. Oh, but Wenger said he was trying, wasn't he? I think part of the reason why, because last week we, 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 we our friend... Um, told us because he'd, he'd kind of was hanging around basically wasn't he the director's box of the last game trying to sound them all out was where they're going to buy and he was told flatly we are not buying anyone so this was a week ago then at the weekend after our game against Newcastle yeah. Wenger himself said oh we're still looking yeah. I'm trying so I think partly the reason why your hopes then go up and why the press and why all the betting people and why Twitter goes mad is because Wenger's stoking it. Wenger's going, I'm still looking, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's still clinging on. So you think, oh, well, if they're trying that hard, they must know we need players. Plus, plus fake ITKs on Twitter. I think they scrambled it. They said it was in for Cavani, wasn't we, for the last few hours. But, I mean, that was never going to happen, was I made, it? I made a deliberate effort not to look at Twitter until about six o'clock. It was too frustrating. No, I was looking all day. Alex, what, what do you... I mean, as a... As a I just... As, I, as the spokesperson for uh, <laughs> realism um, and common do you know sense... What? The only, technically, with the addition of Peter, Peter Cech, we've got a, uh, we're a stronger squad, yeah. essentially. Oh, yeah. We've got a better goalkeeper, so technically, yeah. you know, we are in a, in, a, in a better position than what we finished the last okay. season with. We haven't lost anybody, mm. technically, so we are, in a way, in a better position. Having said that, and I remember doing this podcast this time last season, yeah. and I was doing my nuts about the fact we hadn't got in another centre-back, and I was like, honestly, yeah. if, we, if somebody gets injured, I hope I'm proved wrong, but I think we'll end up falling short. And then what happened, Koscielny goes and gets injured, and you know, you had people, Monroe was having play, to play centre-back, mm. and it kind of all went to pot. And for some reason, I just got this feeling, you know, with, with Coquelin, everyone wanted the striker in, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we needed one. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't to know that, that Welbeck was going to stay out injured, but yeah. 
I can't help but feel that with Cochrane, if he gets injured, it's just that type of player. Yeah, yeah. There is only him, and, I, yeah. and I'd, I'd worry that we'd be left yeah. a little. Or if he gets suspended, which is Absolutely. looking more likely. Yeah. Well, let's address that now because one of the big things that defenders of Wenger say yeah. all the time to anyone who complains is yeah. the players that we needed weren't out there. Um, you know, he was trying, but Schneiderlin. Oh, come on, let's address the Schneiderlin issue. We were in for Schneiderlin. We were mm-hmm. interested. We were negotiating. And that's what all my journalist fans tell me. And we were linked with him for ages, and then we just like what, gave up. And like, well, like and he's exactly the player we need that, that could have been, you know, the backup or even a slightly better version yeah, of Copeland. Without knowing the circumstances and what was offered and the terms and everything else, it's difficult to to work it out. But I understand. I understand about Schneiderlin. I'm not 100% sure he betters. I don't think he, I'm not sure, really sure he, he, he's better than Coquelin, right? All right, I, definitely. All right, if he's not, then he's definitely backup in that position. That yeah, we need backup, don't yeah. we? But I, th- I think. I think. If he, he wants to improve he wants to improve the squad I think he wants to improve the starting 11 that's what he really wants to do right. I really don't think he wants to spend £25 million on Schneid, or £27 million on Schneiderlin and have to pay him one hundred and fifty or £175,000 a week I think that's where the problem lies but he, may, to be he may not want to but that's wrong isn't it in this day and age I mean you know when, when all our rivals have got very very strong options in those areas for us not to have it just seems like yeah but I, I, don't, I honestly don't believe Morgan Schneiderlin's a, a, a defensive midfield player I think he's a, a central midfield player now so if you put him in a central midfield category yeah. then you've got him he's, he's fighting against Jack Wilshire and, and, and Rambo and stuff like that now is he better than them two I'm not sure he is so maybe we've got players to cover that position already but he's definitely more he's played defensive <coughs> midfield for Southampton a lot hasn't he I mean he's definitely considered a defensive midfield he's not he's athletic playing. like Cochrane though yeah. he's not like you look at Morden Schneiderlin you wouldn't go I tell you what like he's he's really like he covers ground quickly unlike like Cochrane he's really quick into yeah. the tackle yeah. and stuff like that the one I, I always thought I really love the idea of us getting Kondogbia yeah. from, from Monaco and then yeah. he, he kind of went to into Milan and I thought, God, that's what, just, that would have been nice. But when, when you're negotiating with Schneiderlin, yeah. they all come to a point where he's going to say, well, listen, uh, Arsene, you know, am I going to be in your first team every single week? And I should imagine Wenger, because he's done it before, he did it with Gustavo, he's going to say, well, listen, I'm afraid I can't definitely give you a concrete place that you're going to start every single week because we've got Francis Cockle in and we're, it's, it's comp- you know, you've got to compete at that stage. Do you think you would have given that uh, at Man U? That Man U would have said you've definitely been every week? I can't imagine. Any, is there any player? I mean, you know, apart from the, the real, you know... Well, I, I don't know. Apart from you know, being his favourite, you know, who else I, I can imagine you, Louis Van Gaal would tell him anything. The one, the one thing in his favour would have been Arsene hasn't signed a player for more than... You know, 15 million, who he hasn't really put into that team, I would say. Say so all the big, big money signings. You know, we've only done really two, haven't we? I was Sanchez, where we're talking big yeah, money. Since we've had the money. Actually, it, uh, still in our top 10 signings ever is Jovino. Still in there at number huh? 10. He was, uh, I was Classic. hoping he'd be pushed out slightly as those <laughs> final days of the window came, but he wasn't. Yeah. But you know, we kind of you get a sense of deja vu. It's cool. like I've got this app on my phone which shows me like what my Facebook and Twitter statuses time were. Time hop, yeah, yeah. from yeah. years before. And I yeah. text my mate the other That's day, and I sent him a copy of it, yeah. and it was three years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, again, yeah. we're, you, you get this feeling that we're not doing yeah. what needs to be done. And I know, obviously, we're not the manager, and. 
don't get me wrong, but there's always this overriding feeling. I wonder if actually, if he had have gone out and got a defensive midfielder and a striker, whether there would have been a bit of us who would have, I don't know, we'd have still not been happy. I can't oh, remember. No, I, would. I can't remember the last time I was happy with an Arsenal transfer window. No, I don't think I've ever been happy. I know, I know what you like, mean. To I say know, that was brilliant. I know what you mean, but. But you're absolutely right about the time factor. This is the thing that, inf- that infuriates me. So it's like, again, that's what his defenders always say. Is that we, so, you know, we say, all right, we need to strike in a defensive midfielder. They say they're not available, even though Schneider was available. I'm still sticking to that. Striker, you know, the striker situations specifically, I mean, again, all the football journalists seem to be thinking that he was looking at one or two strikers, very Benzema. Yeah. He was definitely looking at him, and, he was th- and, and for him to be looking at him for so long, he must have had some inclination from their end or from hit from the player that he might be open to mm-hmm. move. So why pursue that for so long at the expense of everything else in the world? But anyway, but I'll come back to that. But my main point is, as Alex says, this has been going on for years. We've needed those players, specifically a striker and a defensive midfield, for years and years and years. Four, five years? Yeah, and, and that's the shocking and thing. And the worst thing is at the moment, it is slightly compounded by the fact that like, Theo hasn't exactly, like, you know, he, he only really played against Newcastle the other yeah. day. Giroud hasn't looked on form yet. I mean, if they'd have right. both been scoring, if they'd yeah. have both taken the chances that they've had in recent games, yeah. would we have been so upset that we haven't got a striker? Because we only play one of them every time. <laughs> well, we got to look at, quite at the same time, what you've got to look at is the players that have moved and have we missed them. And I don't really see a, a whole cluster of players out there. You think, oh, you know, we should have bought him or we should have bought him. I mean, if Manchester United, one of the most powerful and richest clubs and attractive clubs in the whole wide world, have got to go and pay 80 million, up to 80 million euros for a, for a 19 year old. Uh, who hasn't got a French cap yet, who's played 50 League One games, then there is obviously a shortage. Uh, you know, so... Sure, there's clearly a shortage. My point <coughs> is, we, you know, to not buy a, a really good world-class striker for five years, that's my problem. Yeah. That's, you know, we're not going to win the league. He can't, he can't have, you know, you, you can't delude yourself into thinking we're capable of winning the league with our current options, as far as I'm Well, some people have been going on about it. Mean, Jeff, I mean, the, would argue we were the best in 2015 yep. in terms of yep. three points that we've won these back-to-back FA Cups. I think there are people possibly out there who believe it. I'm not one of them, and you only have to look at what Man City have done. I mean, how anyone is going to beat them to the title at the moment with their front, maybe, you know, maybe, four or you, five? You know, you've only got to put on a good run, and, the, and once they get that confidence, it's hard to knock them out of it. I honestly believe if we go on a good run, we can challenge. And you never know, you get into that last seven, eight games of the season, it's, you know, you really, really never know. I wouldn't write us off. I definitely wouldn't write us off. Everyone's always hyster- everyone's hysterical just because we haven't you know they think we haven't strengthened. I think we're underestimating the team that we already have. Uh, that we know they're three they're three years together now. Right? But the hysteria they're all is, growing together. Sure, but the hysteria is, is because as, as because as we've been saying. We never get ex- we never get the players we need. We're always two or three players short, aren't we? I mean, you must you must see that. I mean, now I know you're, however positive and supportive you are. I don't think it's hysterical to think when we're paying you know we're paying the highest prices in the world, pretty much up there. Anyway. That's a myth. We're up there. We have the ho- among the highest profits, certainly the highest turnover. There's only seven, eight clubs in the world that have yeah. our level of turnover. Yeah. We are one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah, the oh yes, no doubt. And we're the only one of those biggest clubs in the world that is always two or three players short. From generally, you know, I mean, you might say you can quibble over whether, you know, I mean, I don't think, I don't, I think it's ridiculous that Giroud's good enough, but, you know, all right, some people do. But he's certainly not of the level of our rivals, 
strikers yeah. or of the ones we had when we were winning championships. Yeah. That's and now it's yeah, a, and so I it's don't, like, I don't it's a build up, isn't it? It's yeah, like year I, after it's the deja vu. Even you, sure, surely you must deep down. Aren't you thinking, oh come on, us and just, just even just so you don't get attacked, or, you know, get five thousand tweets for you every day. You must think, just, it's, buy, it's, just no, buy it. No, it's, it's frustrating. I'll get as fr- I'm, I'm as frustrated as the next man. Trust me. Yeah, but. Uh, I, you know, I just got a different outlook on it. I just think that he's, he's definitely trying to get the players. Yeah. We, we're not, we're still not in that league of Manchester City and Chelsea where we can buy Wilfred Boney for thirty million pounds, and if it doesn't work out, just leave him on the side or loan him out or a Yovetic or. A, why can't we? can't afford that. No, but we can't afford to do that. We I can't. don't think that's true. I think we can. Not, not, on, not, on, not. On, Give them, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand pounds a week. Because if you get them two hundred thousand pounds a week, people are going to be banging the door down the current squad. Which one of, of our course, directors but, was it that said yeah. last year we can sign anyone apart from yeah, Messi or Ronaldo? That was um, that was Gazidis, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, sure it's true. Why wouldn't we? We've got hundreds of millions of pounds in the, the bank. What's going to happen if we if we spend that kind of money? We're, we're talking about the, s- the squad and how it's changed over summer. Yeah. So we've got a list of all the players that have left the club because a lot of players have left the club. Not first yeah. team players that made an impact. But in terms of wages that we've got off the bill, Miarchi yeah. yeah. gone. I mean, it can't be a fortune, but whatever. Diaby <laughs> was on proper money. Yeah. Podolski must have been on okay money. Obviously, Sonogo is out on loan. Jenks now on loan. Chesney out on loan. Akpom. I don't know exactly who's paying all this money for them, but it, there's, you know, Gnabry, Zelalem, Martinez. There's a lot of wages that must be off that bill this year. And I'm sure check coming in is not, you know, I'm sure we're still up on the wages front this year. So that also seems mm. a slight frustration. But the problem is, is that when, you know, you look at the squad and you look at the team and we all know in our heart of hearts, no matter how good a run they put, I'd, I'd love to be proved wrong. Yeah, I would love nothing more too. than yeah. to watch us go on a run and really like sustain it like we did off in January. But yeah, by that time, it was too, late. All, it was too, too late, late. And I'd love to have seen... I still think we can do it. I think as well. Do you, I, do you I, think we can win the league with this squad? I, I don't think. I don't think we can. But I think no, we can certainly get because it'd help if he started playing players in position. Yeah, that's was. another problem I have. I've got a real issue with the fact that every now and again you see like Ramsey shunted out to the right, or oh, you know, and it nice. just yeah. and he's he doesn't function no. as well. I don't think that's a and he tries to accommodate all of them. I actually think if you look at it, the problem that he's got of if you've got. Cochrane, and then you've got to choose from basically two positions down the middle. He's got Urzel, Wilshire, yeah. Rams, and Cazorla. That's four really good players, and that is strength and depth, and that is yeah. that's title winning strength and depth down that middle. Apart from maybe Cochrane, you know, Arteta can come in, but then it's or Flamini, but it's not. That's the problem, and yeah. also as well at the back as well. I think you know we, we're in a better position than what we've ever been. We've got two decent right backs now, two decent left backs. You know, if Monreal gets injured, no one's going to be going, oh, we've got, Gibbs has got to come in now. And if Bellerin doesn't play, then it's like, oh, Debuchy, who was playing well until he kept getting injured last season. I felt really sorry for him. Gabriel looks a bit better, but at the same time, I wonder how long it is before he starts playing Gabriel and Koscielny together. Because I sometimes oh, think... Yeah, I think, he, I think that's got to happen, yeah, because Perk can't carry on. But, but what you're, everything you're saying is exactly my point. It's that, yeah... We have got, we, we're just with those two players, literally two players away. It's like the whole world can see it. Yeah, and don't get wrong, I'm not doom and gloom. I don't think no, that no, we're no, going to no. have a crappy season I, no, by any amount. But at the same four. time, it's that it's the hope that kills it's, you yeah. every time. And it's but, the fault that... But for me, it's like, what's the point? I don't get, I genuinely am bewildered by him, by Wenger particularly, and by his, you know, by his obsessive 
defenders because I just think you can carry, we can carry on this for years, you know, just being two players short. Every yeah. single year, every year, it can carry on for the rest of the time. But at some point, it's going to be a really sad reflection. On what do you think it is then? What you, what, you know, oh, what well, you know, my theory, I've got, I've got a complete psychological theory. I think he doesn't want to take that extra step because then he has to win. He has to. At the moment... Really? Yeah, totally. You think he's, 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 yeah. he's doing he's, it deliberately? He's, at the moment, oh, he's, don't. he's totally... He is oh. totally... The, the contrast... Someone wrote a really good article about the contrast between him and Marino. Marino, like... Cre- let's use some phrase like creative... Um, I don't know, anarchy or something. Look, you know, Marino's always changing it around. He's always getting in new players, always changing around the system, always substituting players at half-time. Completely the opposite of Wenger, who yeah. won't ever substitute anyone to the 70th minute, never changes the formation, keeps playing players out of position, like, like Alex said. It's like the, the contrast couldn't be greater. And I think if he bought those extra two players we need to really compete with Chelsea and Man City, he's no excuse anymore. Well, now we, we don't expect us do you, to win. No one expects us to win. Do you not but, think he believes? So he doesn't. He, do you think he believes that squad isn't good enough to win the league? No, he doesn't believe that. He's not an idiot. Doesn't he doesn't believe. believe it. He knows. He why was no, he spending, I don't agree with that. Why no, was he spending he so much time? On Benzema, he knows Giroud is good enough. Look, I'd, you know, I'd have the argument. Giroud is a seven and a half out of ten player. I'd have the arguments that maybe he's stubborn, maybe he divers a little bit, and maybe he's too prudent. But I certainly would never have it that he knows that they're not good enough, and he just thinks, sod it. Leave I don't it, yeah. think he's doing it in no. that conscious uh, way. No, I think subconsciously that's the problem. I think he has a fear almost yeah, also as of well. that level of radical change in, at Arsenal. It's so why, is so, why is he so, so afraid of doing anything? Why doesn't he ever bring on a play before the 70th minute? Why does no, that's, that's a myth, Boyd, honestly. Oh my God, no, it's the most no, obvious yeah, but No, 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 but he has, he has in the past brought on players at 55 and well, 65 minutes. Not very, no, not no, very often. But you Back end the last season, you know he will do if he thinks if he thinks it's it's going to change the game that you know. But it'll, it'll play to a, a structure. Nine out, eight out of ten games we might win. So what is there to change? I mean, look but, at West Ham at home in the first game of the season. He was about to bring Walcott on when Nate scored. He, I think wasn't he coming yeah. on? So he Walcott came on when we were already two 0 down, and West Ham only scored. I think that must have been about the fifty sixth minute in the, in the home game. So he was ready to make the change. Then, to be fair to him, I know it's 15 minutes earlier than what, he norm- what <laughs> yeah, you think right. he normally does. There but are occasions, was... but you know what I mean. But it's pretty regular. <laughs> it's pretty regular, you know, that, that he does that. It's very rare that he changes the formation. It's very, you know, it's, he's definitely... And, and the bottom line is, he seems incredibly stubborn and stuck in his ways. My, my interpretation, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, he's not consciously sitting there going, I know we're not good enough, and I'm not going to do anything about it. I just think deep down he has an issue right now. He's in a bubble of his own where he thinks, right... This is fine. The, the, you know, I've got a really good squad. I know we're going to come in the top three or four, and that's great. We probably could well win a cup. And I just think he's not kind of pushing himself over the edge of that. Whereas Marino is sitting there going, fuck this shit. I've got to win the league every year. Otherwise, you know, everyone's going to be furious. I don't think he has that mindset. But, I mean, but, you look at Chelsea at the moment, and they're a mess at times, aren't they? Chelsea have been oh, a mess at the start of the season. But don't you think... All over the place. But you, don't you still think in the end Marino will pull them together and they'll, pro- they'll, they'll challenge for the league? I, I, must, mean, I, I, I actually ended up at Chelsea. On Saturday, which was hilarious, you know, for work wise. So I had to watch the Arsenal game around the corner of the pub and then was with uh, some people at Stanford Bridge for the game. I couldn't believe how bad they were. And I, I've got to admit, I hold my hands up at this. I, I spoke about Ivanovic quite highly in a previous podcast, saying I might no, have him a lot better in. He was dreadful, yeah. like so dreadful. And I think they highlighted it on Match Today from what I saw. But they were a mess. Fabregas was, you know, pretty ineffective. And, and you saw. Mourinho doing something relatively un-Mourinho like in throwing on you know Loftus-Cheek just going for youth at the end of it um, but I do feel he'll get them right but then I mean he's also resorted to signing a defender who then today he's left out of the, the Champions League squad for them 
So he's, you know, no, he's a kind of, I yeah. guess, in the argument of Jeff, there's no point just signing people for the sake of signing people. You want people that are going to add to the squad. And in these notes, which you've largely shunned, I would say, so far, Boyd, <laughs> Sorry. I, did, I did put a few comments here from, from Wenger because... No, you, you, you tell us the comments. Well, he said, so this is last night he was speaking on, on being sports. He said, what happened last night with Monaco, who sold Martial to Man United for 80 million euros... It, by the scored. way, it's not 80 million euros, is it? That's ridiculous. It will it's like go up to 80 million. million. Can go up to 80 million euros. Like 10 years' time. It's not, not 80 million. He scored 11 goals in the French Championship. That sums it up as well. That means it's not the money that's missing at the moment. It's not the desire of investment that's missing. It's a number of players available who can strengthen the big clubs. Am I happy with the investment I make? Yes, every time. I right. bought Sanchez, I bought Ozil, I bought Czech, I bought Gabriel last year. You have to find the players to invest in. And that's what makes me think that he thinks this squad is good enough to win the league. Not that I agree. <laughs> but if, if hardly anyone agrees that the squad is good enough, why would he... Like, you kind of make both ways, can't you? The, the, the defender defenders, they think he's, he's this god who knows more about football than we all do. Yet, at the same time, none of us really think the squad is strong enough. And it, so why, is this, why should he think it is? I mean, he's not, he's not delusional, is he? He's either, he's either kind of saying that because he has to. Obviously, he has to tell us the squad's good enough. That's his job. But he knows deep down that they're not good enough, I think. I mean, well, it, it's quite obvious he's looking for a centre-forward. Yeah, he's been looking exactly. for a centre-forward for two exactly. years. But he's not going to come out and say, well, you know, at the end of yeah. the day, our squad is not strong enough. Oliver Giroud's not good enough. You know, we haven't really got a sufficient backup in the midfield. I mean, he's just not going to do that. Uh, he's not going to be good. But at the same time, you know, if it's if it's quite clear that he's looking, he's been looking for a striker. Uh, we can't. Obviously, we can't go and pay seventy million pound and two hundred and fifty thousand pound a week, bud. And even if you, oh, it, I think we can. So I don't agree with that. Well, we can, but we couldn't keep. We choose not to. We couldn't. You know, there's only one, so many of those mistakes we could make. And then course. that, you know, look at United with this Martial. If that doesn't work out, then obviously, you know, they've got so much. You know, no, that's the problem. We'd eat into our reserves pretty okay. quickly if we what started. What would you have thought if we'd have signed him? So not, you know, if we if that had been our one signing, what would you have thought? Marsh Marshall. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Not for the money because he's a very vanger player, isn't he? No, he's a I, thought he's, yeah, I mean, I thought player. he looked good against not us in the, the in the home game. It's yeah. the only time I've ever seen him. But then yeah. mo- all of them look good against yeah. us. But here's game. my theory, right? Because everyone's. Everyone, uh, Wenger's kind of criticising Manu for, ma- for buying him for that price whatever the price is Arsenal fans are kind of making fun of Manu for signing him. I think if we'd have done that signing we'd have all been like oh yeah that's exciting I think we'd have been quite nervous you get at least get excited it's exciting to buy but that, I think player. that's where the problem yeah. I think that's where our problem lies with most of our fan base we just, we're just that clutter we just want a signing it doesn't matter who it's bring someone in you know, rather than the there quality there is something worrying There's about Wayne Rooney having to ask who he is that's no, what no, no, of course, but my point is what I'm saying about that is, is by not buying any outfield players I think it, it reiterates for the team how complacent they are and I think that's a big problem because when you bring I, for me it's like what Van Gaal's doing is he's, he's, he has to bring these players to keep everyone on their toes for us it's like no, no one's kept on their toes you know everyone knows I, I think They're it reiterates how, it, how, how strong he thinks we are no, I, I do I, I, th- I think he thinks that we can really really push on when you say not being kept on your toes I think there's arguments against that. You know, Alex made the point about the full-backs. He brought in Oxley chamberlain and Theo Walcott, which I said would happen on the last podcast, and you, you, you were surprised about it. But I think that does show there's a bit of pressure on some of the players. Wilshere's obviously out at the moment. There's going to be some sort of pressure when he's, he's back fit, and we'll, we'll come on to Danny Welbeck. But, but there's certain players I'm talking about. Um, as you, as well, Alex obviously Ozil plays with his fit. Yeah, Sanchez Ozil. plays with his fit. But in every team, I think. Uh, Chelsea, Hazard's never not going to play. Costa's never not going to play. Courtois... You know, there's, I think probably at most clubs there's, there's going to be I think, four that are never under pressure. Really, I think the general there's a general feeling of complacency. I feel among our players that that's uh, when they do badly. I think you probably when you go, I think you're more aiming it at 
like the strikers. Yeah, I yeah. think maybe that's where, and that's where you could say perhaps you know. Theo's yeah. never played a full season up front yeah. and then we're relying on Giroud. I always think for all Giroud's, like we, we get on his back, I do think most of the time we look a better team when he's in it. I think he he's, he's not the world-class shocker, but we no. do look at more often than well, not. Do you think the first 15 minutes against Newcastle, to the Newcastle game, we looked much better than we had done previously this season? Until they went out to 10 men, I, and I know Theo Palace. missed a chance... But we were creating chances in that first 15 minutes like we hadn't the previous two or three games. That's yeah. the problem. Everyone's going mad about getting a striker. You know, if, if we'd have signed a striker, no matter what striker it was, we'd have oh, okay, fair enough. We've got a striker. We've got backup, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we've all been, or a lot of people have been crying to give Theo this chance up top as a striker, right? I mean, now he's got a chance. He's an England international. Jury's still out with me, really, is, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always I mean, been I'm a little bit of a... Fan, but I'm, uh, I'm still the jury's out on whether he's a striker or not. Yeah, but, sure. you know, but you know, who's to say he won't come on and have a little run and, and bag yeah. a few goals well, and... Hopefully, but where's, the, where's the evidence that Wenger will give him that run? Wenger hasn't given him that run. That's the other thing I don't understand. So, so he says, so Theo, Theo's officially one of our striking options, yeah. right? Officially, but how often does he play him in that? He'll position? get games. Not, really. not often. I'm I think sure he will definitely as well. Especially now, you know, if Welbeck's injured, he's definitely going to. He's not going to just play one all the time. We started just, a Newcastle at the weekend. That's to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But already got and already got slagged off for his performance as well. By, yes, well, Colachini remains people. our joint top scorer this season. I think doesn't he? Well, to, oh, he <laughs> scored three, and two of them have been own goals. And Theo missing that chance where he just lifted it over the net in the first half was. Yeah, but Giroud's missed chances every both, yeah. I don't think both, he, both of them didn't have a good game. Strikers really, do miss chances. You can't, you know, that's why everyone analyses all the, the time. About every Cavani. Chance. Everyone was calling us for Cavani. I've seen him play against. The only two times I've seen him against Chelsea in the Champions League. Yeah. And he's missed great chances in both of them. Every, chances no, no, the first year. Every so everyone missed, everyone yeah. misses chances. But there's something still about me that. I don't know. In a way that obviously, obviously, Henri is a freak. uh, But in the way that you know, if Ian Wright went through on goal, you just back him. If Henri went through on goal, you just back him. And I just don't feel like that with Theo. I think same way. I have that same confidence. No, I agree with you. But I think if Theo was given a run in the team and a proper run in the team up front, then he could turn into that kind of player. It's all about. It's about confidence. It's about being in that position. Confidence with Theo constantly. And the bigger run against. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's that good with his back to goal. That's where the problem lies. But he does give you. a different option, a different dimension. Teams can't play too high against you because if they do, they're going to yeah. get caught with a pace in behind, you know. So uh, it gives you a different option. Everyone's forgetting about it. Same as this, all this outrage today about Danny Welbeck. You know, you know you're, you're all forgetting about Theo. If we bring in another uh, make-weight, so to speak, just to fill in, then that, where does that land Theo? Theo, you know, we've got, he's got a chance now. He's now got to step up. He's I got, think... I don't agree. I think he'd be thrilled if he brought in a world class striker. I think he'd love it. He's, you know, he wants to play in the best team possible. You know, I think you just deal with it. All the players deal with that, don't they? Yeah. Um, um, but just again, though, you know, the problem with you know Welbeck being injured, I, I agree, Jeff. Like, would if they'd have known, were they just going to bring someone in as like kind of a stopgap and not not to play? It's like probably what's the point? What's what? the point? But I then think... at the same time, you look at it and you think, well, if they knew he was injured, I don't. It's if, a if tough that, one, isn't it? If that striker's yeah. not there. Right? Does it really change anything? It doesn't really. No, it's just unfortunate timing, no, isn't it? That's the we're all crazy. We want signings. Sign. That's what it is. It's another. It's another stick to beat Wenger, Wenger with at the moment. Yeah. And that's what it is. The Danny Welbeck news, they obviously knew a while ago, and that's why Joel Campbell stayed at the club because there was so much talk about him leaving, mm-hmm. and it does seem time for him to leave, really, because. He came back on the back of the World Cup and everyone was really excited and Costa Rica had done so well. And then he had a couple of opportunities, didn't really impress. And you kind of feel if it was going to happen, Arsenal would have happened. But 
Who knows? Maybe there's a Coquelin in him somewhere that yeah. you know. And that, and us. I can see why he let um, Akpom go out on loan because he needs he needs oh, yeah. to be playing more. Yeah. So he was okay. always yeah. he was you know he if we'd have kept him then he never would have. He wasn't going to get the games that he needs to improve. So I can I'm see not. all this thing about yeah, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have let Akpom go out alone. I don't. No, I I'm don't not having that, that no, by no, any stretch no, of the imagination. Not, not at all because no. it's just ridiculous. No, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, before we carry, let me just mention there's still time to join the footballistically Arsenal dream team that I'm doing really brilliantly in. I think I've got about minus ten maybe points. Um, go to www.dreamteamfc.com, register a team for free, then join our league by entering pin number 8394930. And there's a signed shirt to a player picked out randomly and not surprises throughout the season. And we've also signed up with Labrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we've wrangled out of them. Follow the links on the description to this podcast or our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there's a free bet of up to £50 for you when you click on the link and enter the promo code LAD50. And join our followers on Twitter at Arsenal Podcast, of course. I mean, in the end, um, you know, like you, Alex, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that we haven't signed anyone. But I guess I just feel, I don't know, I feel if, if things start going badly, and what I mean is, I almost mean if, if we're, like last season, we were out of it pretty much, weren't we, by yeah. like, the end of October, yeah. kind of. If that happens again, well, early in, yes, right. even earlier, yeah. Oh. If that happens again, that's my worry. I don't want us to go and just relive that whole situation where it got really fraught with the, whatever you call them, the anti-Vangerites and the pro-Vangerites. I just think it'd be so miserable to go through that. Oh, God, I can't bear it. I mean, you, you must get hundreds of tweets every oh, day. Every I'm day, go you. every you day. I'll respond to one and I'll have 200 replies and, it, and the 200 replies just does, it just it goes all through the night and, you know, you've just got to leave them. But, you know, it's... Do you ever block anyone? You get <laughs> yeah, bored you're joking. I don't stop blocking people. Oh, OK. The abuse is I'm unbelievable. Joking. The abuse I get is unbelievable. I think I blocked, on the way through to here, I think I blocked about six or seven people. What, what abuse people blocked? Well, just, just stupidness to start right, with, okay. right? And, and abuse. Yeah. I don't mind if you have a great. Uh, I'll debate with anybody, honestly. But if you're if you're rude, and I'm you know. probably the only one of the four of us doesn't have enough followers to justify blocking anyone. Oh, I hardly ever block anyone. No, I always kill them with kindness. I always respond in an incredibly reasonable. Yeah, but you're too way. nice. That's right. Yeah, I, no, no, you, I'll, you I'll get the ump and block. Do you? I, what I'll do is I won't. I'll leave it, and then I'll look the next day on my phone after I've been on a night out, and it'll yeah. just be like, "You prick!" <laughs> it's just yeah. like, oh, I've, yeah. I've lowered me. I've tried to go lower than him now, and then I feel bad about it, and yeah. then block him. There is a certain <laughs> thing. I was going to mention this to you actually. There's a certain while we're talking about Twitter. There is. No, I don't include you in this, by the way. But there's a certain type of very staunch pro Wengerites, I yeah. call them the Wenger fundamentalists, yeah. who delight in picking a fight on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not saying I know you're, you're talking about You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So they literally, and they have a, a kind of rather weird, for me, superior attitude. It's almost like this intelligent, kind of almost hipster thing to do yeah. is to say Wenger's right about everything. Mm-hmm. And that any those of us that challenge him and get angry about not signing one are like morons who don't know anything about football. That yeah. And I get a lot of that from yeah. like two... There's a handful of people that go on at me about that. And I feel that actually is so <coughs> pathetic. It's like, well, hold on a minute. I would say 90% of football journalists and pundits that we're talking about our transfer winner agree with me yeah. that we should have put a striker and a defensive midfield. There's only a tiny minority that wouldn't have thought that. So either we're all morons and we all know nothing about football or just Wenger and his little ham- his acolytes who obsessively tweet about it in that way. I find that whole bewildering. Like, you, why are they doing you know this? Spirit? You say this feels a bit like deja vu. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, because what it isn't at the moment is people saying Wenger should go. 
And that's what it was not for so long. Well, oh, you're joking. You say that. No, I don't. That's the thing. I feel people are desperate that we change. People are shooting me. Believe me. One, like, another bad result. Yeah. And you can tell. We saying. have a bad result oh, when we no. come it's back. It's yeah. already come gone. Come back after. If we, get, if we don't beat Stoke at home, when we come back from the international break, people are going to be doing their nut. Definitely. Just there was, there was people calmed down a lot towards the end of last year. They tried to organise a protest on transfer deadline day. Right. Oh, there's two people on Twitter what do you mean? Yeah, actually outside the ground. Yeah, With outside banners. the they ground. They just thought Sky Sports were going to yeah. be there. They want to be on TV. Yeah, yeah most probably. Cross. But that's, you know, that's how bad it's got. I mean, you know, we're four games in. What do you think, think of the Arsenal Supporters Trust trying well, yeah, to that, that's launch this uh, yeah. inquiry into They want an inquiry into our transfer dealing. What do I think of it? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's, I'm all very well for asking questions. There's no problem in that. Yeah. But to go through the press... With only four games gone, and to create the negativity yeah. and everything else that goes with it, uh, asking a question that, quite frankly, you are never, ever, ever going to get answered. How are you going to? I mean, yeah. what are we going to? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we was after this player, and we was after that. This we we offered this money. Yeah. I mean, how are Arsenal ever going to? This is not going to happen, is it? So stupid. No, it? because they try doing it at the AGMs, and yeah. they just get. Flat yeah. pack like answers, and then it was. I just yeah. think it was. Bad, it was bad it. going through the press. No. That's the, you know why, yeah. why. I agree to think with the, you know going through the press, but at the same time, I don't know. I always get this feeling. With I used to, do you know what? Until last year with with Sanchez, I used to think that we were just we just didn't know what we were doing in terms of getting deals done. We weren't yeah. getting them done early yeah. for a number of seasons and then Sanchez came along. So clearly, the people who are doing the deals can get them done. There's no, you know, you had the thing with Suarez a few years ago, all that messing about and mm. it was like, there's clearly some sort of ineptitude. Yeah. It's the thing that United have got at the moment, I think, that the fans have lost trust in whoever is doing the deals for them. Yeah, it's they like don't, people they don't trust them. And sometimes with us, you know, I do get the impression that somewhere along the line, I yeah. don't something's not quite clicking into place with how we're uh, getting deals is done but maybe yeah, but that's I'm what wrong. we think don't we that's what we think you know because the good deals don't seem to be getting done that's what we think maybe it is difficult to do these deals well, maybe it's difficult, I mean look but... at the house situation I mean you cut it out it's hilarious but yeah. you know they've had you know six months to sort that out you know, because it was, it was, they've been looking at De Gea and they for even all all of the whole of our season they was thinking about signing De Gea. Now you know, and the same with Arsenal. These deals for some reason are not getting done. Now what you know, until we know all the circumstances, yeah. we, we can all sit and oh yeah, this is what's happened. You know, but to defend the AST isn't that their point? Their point is it, with this. You know, all right, they're, they're not going to get the, the club isn't going to go. All right, we actually we bid. 50 million for Benzema but what they're saying is is that what Alex's, Alex's question about is, is there something wrong with our people trying to sort yeah. these deals out why not I mean they're, they're saying they're not going to get the answer they're just right they're not going to get the answer no. like, there's no way out, like you know the board are going to go do you know what fellas come in we'll have a little chat yeah. this is what we did here <laughs> Dick Law's a bit show of a all, show all the minutes from <laughs> yeah. the meetings of what's gone on no, I'll show start. you all I'm, out my emails then, you know, so, you know, in, in defence of the ASC they, you know they've got to be seen to be echoing that kind of sentiment which I yeah, but no, no. But unfortunately, the, the the guy that that made it all up and and, and sent this uh, this message out and asked the questions, I'm afraid that um, he knows it's it's going to create negativity. Why why don't you just send that letter to Arsenal rather than go you know then rather than just going through the press? Why go through the press? It's going to create negativity and everything else. What's the point? With four only but, four games gone, well, I don't, creates but a divide. Is, but there is negativity, isn't there? Reflecting what the fans think. I think the vast majority of the fans agree with you, Steve. Not, I'm not saying they agree with their tactics. I'm saying they agree that there's something bewildering about our transfer policy. So for me, it's like, well, 
I don't see the point of hiding that. I don't see the point. I don't, you know. I, that's, I do have an issue with that relentless positivity is the only way to support your club. I think, I just think that's No, I understand that. Yeah, yesterday, I was a lot more, I kind of, today, it's basically, you're just accepting it. But if, you'd have, if we'd have done this podcast yesterday, like, I yeah. was just like, I, was, yeah. I came that into the office day. and I was going to lads, I was going, it's just, it's, some ine- it's inept, <laughs> yeah. the fact that we keep <laughs> yeah. going through this every year. And yeah. everyone, we kind of think that we... We're going to get there. We're going to make that set. We're going to do what needs to be done. That's like a phrase I hear on Twitter. Why has he not done what needs to be done? And it's like, and then you get there and you get to the end of the transfer window and still in our minds, he's still not done what you thought needed to be done. And there's many reasons for that. But at the same time, I've kind of, like now I'm kind of just looking at it and thinking, well, there's no point creating over it now. Because, (laughs) and and we don't know what the season will hold. But what I would say is we cannot keep, you know, if we will fall we mustn't short wait again, for it to happen, yeah. though. We mustn't yeah, wait exactly. for it to That's happen. The, yeah, don't wait for it to happen. Just but, and I want to be proved wrong, but if it, does, if it does go the same way as every other season recently, and we yeah. have got the same shortcomings, then you have to start asking the yes, question, when is it going to stop? <laughs> yes. When is when's someone going to, you know, when's it going to be addressed? I don't think it'll ever stop. I don't think but I don't, obviously, I want to be proved wrong. I want Here's it my to prediction. Be, I think, you know, Wenger, will, I think by the, whenever he leaves, I think we won't have won the league and it'll be because of this it'll be because he doesn't finally do what needs to be done I'm sorry it's depressing which will surely be the end of and I think it'll be a sad I think it'll be really sad because it'll be everyone the verdict of history will be like well alright he did brilliantly for you know half of his career at Arsenal and then it all kind of just tailed off I'm more concerned about the next three or four years because Arsene Wenger has more or less declared that yeah. well he did the other day he said we cannot compete with, with Man City or Chelsea or Manchester United because the FFP has, FFP has totally failed us I mean we was we was all banking on FFP to work for Arsenal Football Club blahdy 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 yeah. now he's declared it's all over it's not going to happen yeah, we I, obviously need to change our model because we, uh, we haven't got enough money to keep up with them guys Personally, I saw you talking about that. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't buy it. I think we've got a huge. We, you know, we're a massive. We've got a huge. Amount yeah, if of he money. puts the money in, if if we, we can't, we're not. If uh, Benner wanted to buy, honestly, if you wanted to buy two fifty million players tomorrow and pay them one hundred fifty grand a week, you could do it. Like, honestly, what's going to happen to the club's not going to collapse because we start yeah, investing. Yeah, but then two fifty million pound size. players are not going to be enough. If you you're going to need to do that every no, single no, year. You know what Man City? <laughs> like, if we bought them now, we could win the league. But City literally have done that in forty nine million in Sterling and yeah, and more than fifty and they win the league. And you know when you spend. The two fifty million pound players, Man City spend the two eighty or ninety, or they buy three, and no, it just carries on. If right now, you have to do it. That's why you can't wait. You can't wait. You've got to do it now. You've got to find the players, even if they don't seem to be vote anyway. We're going <laughs> round in circles. Let's talk about quickly Champions League draw and predictions for the game. Are we happy with the Champions League draw? For me, I'm I'm annoyed about that as well. What, <laughs> really? I don't want to play Munich again. Like, I want to play some other side. At least we can't get him in a second round now. That's so that's true. a bonus. Are you, are you planning any trips, boys? Well, we, like, we've been to Munich twice before, so you know, I'd like to go somewhere else. And I feel it's a great, 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 it's a Munich yeah. is the one that's being discussed because Olympiacos I think is game six where hopefully fingers crossed would already be through so Steady. I think the flights for Zaga have already gone up to like 400 quid each or some madness yeah. Yeah. well mm-hmm. I think this Munich's freak. the one isn't it I, I actually haven't been before done oh that. okay so, oh well you we should um, definitely go to Munich okay. yeah, Munich's brilliant not yeah. coming boys not a third time hat trick in um, we, I haven't fully discussed it but maybe possibly okay. it is brilliant Alex, it's a good trip I Munich. think it's a good I'm draw going in a couple of weeks oh, yeah. I'm on a stag do there so I'm just going to I'm on a scouting mission stay here yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a stay over, yeah. 
But we, we should we should we'll finish behind Munich, won't we? We should do. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, be tragic, won't it? If we, it if we don't qualify, I mean, just, the morale of beating say Munich at home that'd be a massive boost. If we could just, I mean, do you, you fear the worst? I don't. I think we could. Um, I think we can cope. I assume with we won't, Munich. but it'd be happy surprise if we did. Hmm. Why, you think we're good enough now to... I think, well, I think we're good enough to beat Bayern Munich over... Mm. I, mean, I sometimes think that, and I think... If it was over two legs, I'd be a little bit... Yeah, totally. But, but yeah. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's not, is it? Um, we've hit the 42-minute mark, way over, way over registered time. Um, so let's get predictions on... We're playing Stoke, 3 o'clock Saturday, a rare 3 o'clock Saturday game, I think, coming out, haven't we? And then Dynamo, Dynamo Zagreb. What's going to happen in Stoke, first of all, Alex Brooker? I think we'll beat Stoke. I think uh, we'll beat him 2 0. 2 0. Did you see it was a very good, there was a Ryan Shawcross Twitter takeover this week on the Stoke City account, which Arsenal fans, being the Arsenal Twitter arty, oh, absolutely dominated and just asked him all sorts of. That was a bit foolish of them to, get, to get that player, Ryan Shawcross, yeah. to. Oh, Especially when it. Arsenal fans were just. Yeah. What, was, what did they say? There was lots of questions about. I'll see if I can find a couple okay. quickly. Um, and what do you think is going to happen against the group? Um, I think we'll I think we'll beat Zagreb as well. I think we'll be oh. I think we'll be I think we'll win. Yeah. Like I don't know, two one, two one. Yeah, why not? It's the away, it's the away game, Zagreb, isn't it? Yeah, yes. of course yes. it is. Two um, 0 the, the Stoke City game. Yeah, and uh, I think we'll win three one away at Zagreb. Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I think I might go three one against Stoke, and I'm going to go slightly disappointing one 0 but we'll win against Zagreb. Josh. Um, I assume we'd also be Stoke. I'd go two one. Yeah, and um, I'm writing these down like they're really important. Yeah, and a, a two nil in Zagreb. I think yeah, you never really look at them, Boyd. After although well, I, got, I, I, I said it was one nil in Newcastle. When I get lots right and people tell me that I'm getting them right, I always go back and look at them. Yeah, so, but when you're doing you well, right. you got the last. I, yeah, I said one nil at Newcastle, yeah. and I said Oxley Theo back in the team. My prediction is going a lot better than my. Fans, I want to see Ox playing. I really want more. to see the Ox and Theo. Playing yeah, yeah, I made. Yeah, I made an absolute um, tit of myself in front of him and Callum Chambers the other day. Was that at when at, um, at the uh, premier? Well, it was premier yeah, afterwards because yeah, yeah. I turned around to like I wanted a photo with him. When I get around, I suppose I just yeah, of course, like, me too, yeah. I get yeah, I like a t- charge. Yeah, and I just Fair went. Um, I went to uh, <laughs> Oxford. I was like, I tell you what, mate, the manager needs to start playing you week in week out because you're an absolute snip in the dream teams this year. <laughs> so he's on my left, and I looked round at Chambers and just went. Yeah, and then just <laughs> carried on. My mate was like, "Oh my goodness!" I didn't know what to say to him. So you had a picture with him? Yeah, I because did. Because yeah. Boyd, I don't I, want to rub it in, but yeah. didn't you get snuffed? Yes, I told the story. I was looking for you because yeah, it was it was outside, outside I, I, this straight was at the after. bad education premiere, and I saw you downstairs, and then I went out and I saw the ox. And I literally was like, can I have a second? And, and his mate went, oh, he's just got to go off and speak to, find some mate. And they just didn't come back. And I was standing there. <laughs> and I was like, where's Alex Brooker? He'll be able to get a photo with me. Yeah, it was, it was a lovely photo. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Miserable. Anyway, Josh? Well, I thought you had something to say. I well, thought you no, gonna, I was oh, looking at the social People were probably swearing at Ryan Shawcross. A lot of the Aaron Ramsey That was definitely happening. Well, I think we've had a very reasonable... Feel slightly cathartic. What's the word when you when it's cathartic? yeah? I, th- I feel the same as Alex. I'm cathartic. sort of starting to get over it. Really, I'm starting yeah. to get over it because maybe even if we'd signed a great strike on the final day, I still don't really think we'd have won the league. So it's kind of okay anyway. Yeah, maybe we'd all be surprised. <laughs> what a really pessimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we had have signed a strike, no, which did. everyone said we needed, still wouldn't have won the league. <laughs> I so just it doesn't don't matter. think we would. I don't think we <laughs> well, would. We so could it's have. Fine. Josh, we could have. We still point. might. Do we ever have fancy? We never fancy it anyway, really, do we? You know, I would have always, done. If we'd have had we're Benzema. always like the underdog. If, honestly, if he just signed Benzema for 50 million yet the day before yesterday, 
I'd say we'd be winning the league. Really? Then. Definitely. Definitely. We'd be there for the taking. We, still wouldn't, we wouldn't have been, we'd still have been probably third favourites. Still. Oh, even no, I think, we, I think we it doesn't change like, that much. We were favourites for some bad people. Already like one to two to win the league. Bullshit. Anyway, on that uh, final note, I want to say thanks to Alex. But oh, it's the last, is the last in the series. The last, last in the series, tomorrow. yeah, tomorrow night. With, um, who's the guest? Lee Mack. Lee Mack. Excellent Lee Mack. And Proper comedian. Um, after that, then I've got a couple of weeks off. Then we're back doing. Um, they were like getting involved with stand up to cancer for Channel oh, yeah, Four yeah, again. Yeah. So if you're doing that, like the round of panel shows, <laughs> excellent. You're virtually famous of this world. I'll of be course. on them, of course. <laughs> excellent. And Stags Stags yeah, Stags No, I haven't yet. Actually, That's outrageous. I know. Yeah, Let's get down. I'm going to get down. Yeah. Um, and thanks to Jeff Arsenal and thank and you. I know what you'll be doing for the rest of it. You'll be answering hundreds of tweets. Oh. About us. <laughs> I'll just leave it. Honestly, you'll never leave it. Start again tomorrow. It's too late. Um, so next week's international week, isn't it? So we won't have a back in a fortnight. Boring. Who cares? Being although, of course, actually, Theo will probably play out front for England. Good happen. Um But see you the week after. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Labbrooks are kindly supporting this podcast by giving you up to fifty pounds of free bets when you sign up and enter the promo code LAD50. Just click the link in the podcast description to get it now. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.